Under those circumstances, Mr. Justice Harlan, there would be no liability under the law of New York. Because under the law of New York, and this is where the problem of falsity and truth is very important, under the law of New York, the test of whether an article is for purposes of trade depends upon fictionalization. If it is a true account of a newsworthy event, then even though it goes back many, many years, referring earlier to Mr. Justice Fortas's question, then a true account incurs no liability. But it's only when the publisher falsifies, fictionalizes the term that is used in the New York cases, the relationship between a past event and the plaintiff, and falsifies for the purpose of purposes of trade, in order, of course, to make it a more newsy, saleable article. It is then only that liability incurs. And you get that, uh, you don't get that from the statute. You get it from the cases, I assume. Mr. And, Justice uh, Fortas, the statute states basically liability on the basis of two tests. One, advertising, which is relatively clear, the use of an ad. Even there, there are exceptions. But second, for the purposes of trade. Now, if for purposes of trade had not been over a period of 60 years been very narrowly interpreted by the New York statutes to include only those instances where there had been falsification amounting to fictionalization, this statute, I believe, would be subject to constitutional question. Mm. What, what, what case are you uh, relying on? Well, the New York cases, going back over a period of years, have held that where there is a true account, a true account of a past situation, that there is no liability. The leading case in that respect is the Citus case, uh, a case uh, which involved actually a very sad situation, uh, a genius who was newsworthy at the time, giving instructions when he was 11 years of old to people in higher mathematics at Harvard, and then with the sensitivities sometimes characteristic of genius, uh, retreating into private life. A quarter of a century later, dug up by the New Yorker magazine, uh, and a story written about him. The story entitled April Fool. He'd been born on April Fool's Day. And yet the New York court, an indication of its concern for the First Amendment in this case, refused to hold the publication liable on the ground that it was a true account of what had been a newsworthy event and in which there was still an interest in news. 